together growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, my dear brothers and sisters, I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Matthew chapter 11, verses 16 to 19. At the time, Jesus said to the crowds, To what shall I compare this generation? It's like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to their playmates. We piped for you and you did not dance. We wailed and you did not cry. For John came neither eating nor drinking. And they said, he has a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking. And they say, Behold, a glutton, a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is justified by her deeds. You could actually pick up the sadness in Jesus' voice. The disappointment. He says, I don't know what else to do with you. You go to the book of Revelation and, and Jesus says, I know what you used to be. I know your great strengths. I know your, your great achievements. I know your accolades. I know what you've done in the past. And I'm, I'm proud of that. I know what you used to be like. And there are people like that. They, 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 they were great. They were the stars of their teams. They were the most intelligent people in their class. They were top achievers. They were the social elite. When they walked in the rooms, every head was turning. They were in charge of big games. They herded great companies. Life was just great. They were not anymore. And so their glory lies in the past. But things have changed. And so when Jesus says, I don't know what else to do with you. In the book of Revelations, he says, I know what you used to be like. I know what you were good at. I know where your greatest strength lies. But not anymore. The love that you once loved me with has changed. The dedication that you had has died. The zeal that you had has disappeared. The passion has died. I have one thing against you. You are neither cold nor hot. You are lukewarm. 
the love has changed. This you can find in families, in relationships, with married people as well. And they sit and they wonder what went wrong. How did we get to here? We used to love each other so much. How come we hate each other like this? It used to be a beautiful home. We sat around the table and we ate our meals. Now each one to himself and herself. They all disappeared to their own rooms. We had Sunday lunches as a family. But when mom or dad died, that died with them. I was under the illusion that as a family we loved each other. But when mom died, when dad died, I realized that she or he was the glue that kept this family together. I didn't know there was so much hatred underneath those beautiful smiles. I'm wondering if ever it was a dream or a reality. This can be seen as a husband and a wife are struggling, trying to make sense of what has happened in their marriage. But you can, you can see and you can sense the tension. What else can I do to change the situation? And Jesus says, how do I compare, to what do I compare this generation? What do I do with you? We piped. You didn't dance. We played jokes. You didn't laugh. We wailed. You didn't cry. What do you want? What do you want us to do for you? What will make you happy? And we soon realize that there are some people who are just not happy. Something has happened. And some have taken a decision to remain in their hurt. They've shut down. They've closed shop. They are inconsolable. They've given up. But then you realize that there are certain things that are beyond our control. No matter how much we love them, there are certain decisions they need to make on their own. 
They must choose to be alive. They must choose to be present. They must want to have you in their lives. You can't force yourself into their lives. You can't wish that they value you. And sometimes you need to learn to live with what has been given to you. Painful as it sounds, you need to respect people's boundaries. If they don't call you anymore, soon you have to learn not to expect a call so that it doesn't hurt you anymore. If you are not their number one priority, sooner or later, you need to stop expecting to be their priority. People choose how to treat each other. Jesus says, John came neither eating nor drinking. You called him a man possessed with demon. I drink, I eat, and you say I'm a glutton, I'm a drunkard. What the hell do you want? That's what Jesus is asking. What exactly must I do? And so you soon realize that you can't please all people at all times. No matter what you do, if they've made up their mind that they don't want you in it, they don't want you in it. May the Lord give us the strength, the wisdom to know what to do and how to pick up the broken pieces. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.